Hi, and welcome to the Mental Fitness Podcast. I'm your host, Mona, your mental gym buddy, and today I'm chatting about Feel It to Heal It. So it is all about why our natural human tendency to avoid painful feelings can harm us long-term. Because the more we try to numb or escape our emotions, the more we end up suffering. I'll introduce the concept of emotional granularity. I'll talk about why this concept helps us heal. And as always, I'll give some super practical tips for you to implement right at the end of the episode. You are now entering your mental gym. Take one deep breath, stretch your body, and let's get going. I'm from Switzerland, and when I came over to the US, something that really surprised me is how often people ask you, how are you? It's at the supermarket, at the checkout line, it's when you go to the gym, it's when you go to the restaurant, everybody asks you, how are you? And the automatic response, I feel like that's just natural, is, oh, I'm fine, I'm good, everything's okay. And so we're kind of programmed to just say, like, I'm fine. Very automatic, typical response is, I'm fine. Because I feel like when you're at the checkout at the supermarket, I'm not sure how much that person actually wants to hear about your problems right then. So we've trained ourselves, or for me at least, it's a super automatic response to just say, I'm fine. Now, today... The episode is all about how are you really? It's a deeper level than just being like, oh, how are you? And brushing over that. It's not just saying I'm fine, I'm good, I'm okay. And today we're really looking at the power of emotional granularity, the art of identifying and naming our emotions and moods, which helps us move past. The concept of emotional granularity is really about having a rich emotional vac vocabulary. It's not just about feeling bad, it's a it's recognizing that we can feel frustrated, anxious, or overwhelmed. And emotional granularity is really having like this painter's vast color palette at your disposal. Just as a painter, is these like a huge difference between cobalt blue and turquoise. Emotional granularity helps us differentiate between the feeling of just sad and lonely or stressed and overwhelmed. Without this palette, our emotional world is just black and white. And if you're curious about kind of all the emotions that are out there, there's actually, you can Google the emotion wheel. I'll pop it right here too. And it really shows kind of the range of human emotions and how they relate to each other. This is not a complete list by any means, but it already gives you like a first sense of what we mean when we move past just feeling fine. Now, why does this matter? And there are so many studies that actually show that people who do this, that can precisely identify their emotions, handle stress much better, and they recover more quickly from challenges. Research has shown that just verbal labeling of negative emotions can actually help you recover control. UCLA's Matthew Lieberman refers to this as, as affect labeling, and he actually showed in a fMRI brain scan that just this act of labeling your emotions appears to decrease the activity in the brain's emotional centers, including in the amygdala. So this lowering of activity in your emotional brain then allows your frontal lobe, reasoning and thinking center to have a greater activity. So it kind of compensates less emotional response with more like rational response. Can simply describing your feelings at stressful times make you less afraid and less anxious? Science says yes, which is pretty incredible. And just to demonstrate how powerful this concept of affect labeling really is, I just want to quickly uh, introduce a study that was done. And in this study, the researchers or the psychologists asked people 
namely 88 people with a fear of spiders, to approach a large live tarantula in an open container outdoors. My sister would be screaming at this point because she's so scared of spiders. So um, just imagine she doesn't even see the spider shit and she's already scared. But now that participants were actually asked to approach a live spider. What was incredible, um, they divided the ADA people into four groups. And in the first group, the subjects were asked to describe the emotions they were experiencing and to label their reactions to the tarantula. So, tarantula. so saying, for example, I'm anxious and frightened by this ugly, terrifying spider. And they had other control groups too. So for example, in another group, the, the subjects were asked to say nothing relevant at all and something completely irrelevant to the um, experience. And then another group was asked to say nothing. They were simply exposed to the spider. And what the researchers found was that the first group, so the one that described how they're feeling, did so much better than all the other three. They These people were actually able to go get much closer to the tarantula, much closer than anybody else. And their hands were, and their hands were actually sweating significantly less than um, all the other groups, which is pretty amazing. So the implication is really, so as you're exposed to whatever you're fearful of, label that emotion as, an as a response and verbalize your feelings. This lets you experience the very thing that you're afraid of and just saying like, I feel scared and I'm here is so much better than just being like, oh, I'm not scared at all. This doesn't matter. Because that way you're much more in the moment and you can exactly stimulate your frontal lobe much more where it's like, okay, how am I going to respond? What's the like rational response? Allow yourself to experience whatever you're experiencing is basically what this all says. So simply labeling the emotion can give you control back, even if it's just for a simple moment. Now, this all sounds very, very good, but one researcher, actually, Dr. Lisa Feldman Barrett, points out that emotions are very, very complex and they vary very, very greatly on your personal experience, your upbringing, and kind of the even just a physical response you have to different emotions, like from that emotion wheel, for example, is very, very individual and subjective. So just recognize that fear feels very different from you to somebody else and there is different words to describe different things basically so emotions are very very nuanced and they're variable that's a pretty incredible science experiment but what does that mean then feel it to heal it we've talked about the feel it part and what about the heal it part so the heal it part is really that the research has found that if you suppress your emotions you can have experience more stress it affects your physical health and it even can it can even contribute to conditions such as anxiety and depression so feel it to heal it isn't about not having negative emotions it's really about understanding them and feeling them sitting in them and then moving past them so the phrase for me feel it to heal it is really profound and it just it, it says that healing begins with acknowledging and accepting our feelings it's backed it's a concept backed by psychological theories like acceptance and commit commitment theory uh, which really em empathizes the importance of accepting our emotions rather than fighting them 
So when we label our emotions, the first we take really a first step in understanding them. And then from there, we can make choices about how to respond to them constructively. So really, it's about letting yourself have those bad days. They are therapeutic. Release all the negative stuff that you don't need. Don't bottle it up because that, that will just make it longer to get over. It's okay to cry. It's okay to feel sad for whatever you had. But just know that you're onto bigger and better things. Now, practical tools. And I already talked about a few of them. And I think before I go into them, I also want to say that if you're being hunted by a lion or whatever, don't say, oh, I'm feeling scared of this lion. Maybe just run. In practical tools, something, something I already introduced is the emotion wheel. So it describes different uh, emotions and labels them and how they relate to each other. Uh, as we heard, there doesn't mean it's not an extensive list. It's not every single emotion that's out there, but it's a tool to get like a first first glimpse into what is out there. And what I actually like to do is I printed it out and I have it next to my journal. So I have a written journal. You're going to hear me talk a lot about journaling. I love it so much. So print it, print it out, have it next to you. And as you're journaling, maybe try to identify the different emotions that are happening right then and there. That's one thing. If you're more um, of an app person, there's an app that I do love. It's called How We Feel. It's actually developed by a team at Pinterest. And they have a beautiful interaction in their app with all the different emotions. They describe them and then you can also track them right then and there in the app. Uh, lastly, a tool that's kind of included in these things is mindfulness. And it's really not as fluffy as it sounds, but it's really about observing our feelings without any judgment. So maybe just post a post a note somewhere where you freak like where you're often, so in your bathroom or something, put how are you really on there and just take a second whenever you see that note, be like, oh, okay, how am I really doing? And just observe it. Don't judge yourself. Um, it can really be a game changer. So that's kind of it for this episode. And I think what we learn is really that by naming our emotions, we can create a space to choose how to respond. And in the in the days ahead, whenever you feel more stressed, try to just name it and see if that helps you. And remember, feel it to heal it isn't just a saying. It's really a pathway to a deeper understanding and genuine healing. And as we wrap up today's episode, I really encourage you to embrace your emotions, lean into this word and find strength in your vulnerability. Uh, your journey towards mental fitness is unique and feeling your emotions is a significant step on this path this episode spoke to you please share it with a friend who might find it helpful too i'd love to hear your thoughts and experiences and that's the pod thanks for listening